1: The Swole Patrol podcast. Swole Patrol. Calling all members of the Swole Patrol. What is the Swole Patrol podcast? Oh, yes. yes, yes. With me, Mike Catholic, and Dr. Drew Pinsky.
0: Ah, it's fantastic.
2: It's the best intro I've ever heard. Wow. Stop there, right? Wow. It's fantastic.
1: Thank you. Uh, Dr. Drew Pinsky, board certified physician, addiction medicine specialist, and super buff guy. He uh, is here. I am Michael D. Catherwood. Welcome to the Swell Patrol. Our guest today is one of the greatest uh, American Highlands Games competitors ever. He is a uh, handsome fella. Nice. And has a 600-something uh,
2: pound deadlift. Recently pulled 600, recently squatted five, and uh, benching around four. So God damn. As exciting as that all is.
1: He is Matt Vincent. Thank you for joining us, dude. Yeah, man. Stoked to be here. Um. Tell For people who are not familiar, which I would imagine is the majority of people people. in general, what what are the Highland Games? So the Highland Games are kind of a legendary
2: Scottish ancient athletic that they would do for clan challenges and things like this. So there was a period of time whenever England had essentially taken over Scotland and then got rid of all their weapons. And so that they would do different challenges amongst different clans to train for battle without using weapons. So they did stone throwing. They did some weight throwing. They did uh, hammer throwing, and then the caber is the one everyone knows. It looks like the telephone pole stuff like right.
0: that. I, I've been to Highland Games in right. in, in the Highlands in Scotland. Not, in Scotland in Scotland. And isn't there a willy too? Isn't that a shoe or something? Uh, you
2: throw. <laughs> so they do a welly throw. But that's typically for gals out of the crowd. I, Is that I right? Stick with the I, heavy athletics. I just thought it was so
0: bizarre. was it a shoe or yeah, something? Yeah, welly. Uh, I thought it yeah, was just so, a rubber boot.
2: It's so bizarre. They throw yeah. a boot. Like what the hell? Yeah, they and do then, that occasionally. A haggis hurl.
0: Oh god. Really? Yeah. That. Yeah. And, and then the and the stone and the and the uh, hammer. Well, hammers are like a hammer throw. Like yeah, yeah. Have.
2: So they're essentially yeah. like a forty-two-inch piece of rattan stuffed into a. Uh, Sixteen or twenty-two
1: pound hammerhead. Were you always naturally gifted in strength sports? Because you're you're a big human for for like Earth, yeah. But I'm you're a, not you're not like an overwhelmingly no, large I'm, person for I'm, strength. I'm sports. I'm smaller. Yeah.
2: This is not a this is not fighting weight.
1: So you must be, but you still must have a lot of genetic gifts as far as yeah, definitely heavy, right. Yeah. Like um,
2: I would say athleticism and strength came pretty naturally. Since you know when I started training, basically was you know freshman year going into high school. Are you for Scottish? Football. None. How did Not you? <laughs> even a bit. How did you
0: get interested in that?
2: I uh, got to uh, LSU on a track and field scholarship uh, doing shot put discus and hammer. And then after my time there, found some different avenues and then got back into lifting with powerlifting and weightlifting and strongman, and then eventually found a Highland Games to go compete in. And if you're a thrower in college, it's kind of like cheating going into yeah. it. And so you've already got this great background and all che- this Cheating knowledge. going into the Highland Games? Yeah, because you already know how to throw.
0: Well, I mean...
2: But the events are different, sure, but yeah. like you already know how to create leverage and apply yeah. force to a submaximal weight implement.
0: Yeah, yeah. And Certainly, the hammer you're, you had a you had a well, advantage. Yeah,
2: yeah. I mean, we threw hammer in college, but the hammer is a little different because you're not allowed to spin. Oh, is so that right? You actually wear boots that have uh, like a six inch blade off the end of them, really? That you bury into the ground so that as you're winding the hammer around you, you can pull with your feet against the ground so that oh, the hammer wow. is not lifting you out. That's crazy.
1: The thing that I've always been so impressed with 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 strongmen and Highland Games uh, athletes is that. You're not just strong. There's a, 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 a serious level of conditioning yeah. that comes into that. I mean, how do and you physics? How yeah. do you balance? Oh, yeah, it's a skill. It's a skill yeah, a, right. a, like anything else. But but um, how do you balance having that level of conditioning to make it through an entire event with being that big and being that strong? <laughs>
2: You learn how to pace yourself during the day, right? Like, So our average competitions, you figure we're going to do nine events, and that's going to stretch either over two days or usually from like 8 a.m. we're on the field, and we're off the field by five or six. And so it's a long day, and you get three attempts per event, and that's warming up for each event and going through it. And so I personally treated it like I needed to have some conditioning so that I could still finish the day strong because I watched other people who couldn't, and they would fade after lunch and stuff like that. So for me, it was sled pushing, Bounding sprints, even you know, even cardio. I like I like doing you know an hour or two hours on either my road bike or uh, uh, salt bike in yeah. the morning.
1: And the, the, you know, there's a lot of you know serious meatheads out there that they mm-hmm. look at that as just being an anathema. The idea of spending two hours on a road, bike. yeah, ride. just crazy idea, right? But uh, do you think that? it uh, I believe that that idea of cat- catabolism is far. It's overstated. It's, I do too. It's pretty. Difficult to really catabolize yourself just from doing a little bit of cardio here and there.
2: Right. You know, so much of that comes from either surplus of calories or deficit of calories. If you're on a surplus of calories and you're still doing cardio, you're not losing muscle. Yeah, I mean, and I'm not doing anything crazy. I mean, I'm, I'm racking up some time during the week to just get my heart rate elevated and mostly through, you know, high intensity stuff doing sprints. Yeah. And so I'm not doing big, long, fat burning, walking on the treadmill for 45 minutes like a bodybuilder.
1: Right,
0: right. And well, so, what's your, your best event? What's your favorite event? My favorite uh, are they, event. Are they the same? And are
2: they the same? Um, I always like throwing stones. I was a shot putter, and uh, throwing the stones is real similar. I was able to tie the world record one year, and uh, that was always a good event for me. But probably best event, I was really good at the weights uh, while I was competing. And those essentially you've got a 56 pound block on the end of uh, like two links of chain and a ring, and you throw it with one hand. So you spin and throw it.
1: So gangster. <laughs> yeah, so we have
2: that in a twenty eight pound. Oh, that is so, so manly. I, yeah, the twenty eight pound I threw ninety ninety four foot two.
0: And you can spin.
2: Yeah, you spin twice. Yeah.
1: Are Americans typically good at the Highland Games? Yes. Yeah, we
2: have a lot of us, and so there's a lot of athletes. You know that finish college in track and field or different sports and don't have the next thing to do. Right. And so we end up finding where to go. And so I mean, if you were I've always described it like this. Like, if you were my level of thrower in college, like I was a 60-foot shot putter, 70-foot's um, the Olympics, and then if you're 10% better than me, you could probably convince yourself that you have a shot to go for the Olympics. Okay, But if you're 10% worse than me, you're terrible. And so I was very, very average a fine line. as a collegiate yeah. thrower. And so this played very well to moving into the Highland Games.
1: Something you can huh. compete at and, and mm-hmm. do well. Did you
2: have
0: to travel a lot to compete?
2: A lot. Yeah. So I would compete over the 10 years I did it. I averaged about 21, 22 competitions a year. And so that was my season started in May and went all the way through the last week of September. Are they all in Scotland? No. no. Yeah. no. So we did them around the U.S. And then, uh, you know, depending on where the world championships were or, or something like that, would be when I would get over to Scotland. Or if the world championship were here. But I like I liked getting to Scotland. I would try to go over yeah. the last four or five seasons and then it's it's a different sport there, the way that you train or prepare for it. Because right. like competing over here, like I'm essentially gonna compete every weekend. So then I'm gonna fly Friday, compete Saturday, compete Sunday, fly home Monday, uh-huh. train, fly Friday, and compete. Wow. Every week. And so some of those, if they're not National championships or world championships, you just train through them. Sure. You're just going to be a little sore. You're not peaked for that event, right? And in Scotland, uh, you know, I'd go over for 16 days or something like that and compete 11 times. Wow. wow. So you'll compete four or five days in a row Oof. in different places.
1: How do, how do you uh, even manage – and maybe you don't. How do you manage recovery when you're in- – that's such a demanding It, it is, and it's
2: – a lot of it is depending on how well you can manage – yourself as far as keeping your head together. Mm. You know, um, like I said, nothing we throw is terribly heavy. I mean, it's 56 pounds, it's 16 pounds or 22. I mean, this isn't trying to pull a max deadlift. Sure. So your CNS doesn't get quite as fried. And so you you learn to pace yourself a little bit with those days. And then, you know, today we're going to work on this and hitting smooth throws and doing that. And it's not always hundred percent gamed yeah. on like I am I like at a championship. How
1: yeah. much are you what's your diet like? It must be crazy.
2: Uh diet now, diet then.
1: <laughs> Let, let's let's start different. let's start with uh, at your peak of, of um, size and, and, and competition and then so
2: I was I my fighting weight, the best that I would throw was it's about two eighty five, two ninety. Uh-huh. and so I essentially ate whatever. Um but I, I tried to keep it, you know, respect myself as an athlete, right? So that I would eat during the week, it would be you know a higher protein, low carb, low fat type of thing, and then as we traveled throughout the season, of course, you know post competition, I'm going to go have beers with the guys we threw with and right. have some food and do stuff like that, and that would add up by the end of the year because you can't do that four days a week and eat good three days a week and, and expect it. To yeah, work no, out, it doesn't yeah. doesn't play out that way, and so yeah, so that by the end of the season, I always you know had put on ten or fifteen pounds. By the end of season From when I started
1: Did you worry about A macronutrient breakdown Or was it just like Let me get the protein And I'll worry about The rest in the end Yeah you know I think a lot of the
2: ways I did things were wrong And I would do them Different now You know being Two years removed From competing Um, I don't think I need As much protein As I was consuming Yeah You know uh, But yeah I was trying To do you know One and a half Two grams of protein Per pound of body weight And I'm not much on shakes I'm trying to do it for food
1: Sure And uh, that That becomes a lot (laughs) Well, we, we were talking about this in in previous episodes, Doctor Drew and I, with other guests, about the idea of balancing high performance, uh, whether it be uh, you know for a physique athlete wanting to look shredded, look big, or for someone uh, an athlete competing in something, balancing health and high performance. Mm. It's it's, it's different things. It's tough sometimes. Well,
2: I mean, the the truth of that is right there. If you're competing in a sport and you are competing to be the best in the world at it we've waved bye bye to health yeah that's no longer the goal well
0: that's an interesting statement right i've, I've always often thought most athletes if they were honest would say that yeah there's,
1: that's there's, absolutely there's the true. old,
0: the yeah. old uh, none of those the guys that tour de to france are healthy yeah they're not interested, riding a bike interested, can be healthy they're interested in winning and if yeah. being unhealthy makes them win they are going to be unhealthy well, i think it
1: was i think it was the 84 olympics where they interviewed the athletes at the olympic center and said you know if you could take a decade off your life but it guaranteed you a gold mm. and like 90 something percent of the athletes said they yet, would take like they would take the decade yeah, off well, of that's know. the steroids <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> so, and who knows right yep but i mean look that's that's got to be that's got to be there, an issue philosophically in it's
0: so interesting that i don't think the world knows that well no you know, the it, world goes that's a healthy person look no, at can throw a caber uh, look it's like, drew it's, dr, it, dr. The,
1: drew i guarantee you took years off of your life in medical school
0: uh, I worry that the lack of sleep and stress that I oh, got I'm sure, had, right? it, it screwed me up, but I wasn't thinking about it at the time. But
1: you were thinking about doing something extraordinary. Yeah, and yeah. That's yeah. my point. Yeah. Is that when people are worried about doing something extraordinary, oftentimes you overlook how, what the toll it might be taking.
2: Yeah, yeah. Moderation kind of. And to when go you're out young, and, uh, when
0: you're young, you you would deny it. Just go, I don't care. Yeah. Right, you're young. Well, you,
1: you're pursuing a thing. Yeah. Yeah, but you look good though. You, I mean, even though I look I know, better you're, now. You even though you're not competing, <laughs> but you, even at your at your heaviest weight. A lot of these guys I see, and again I'm comparing it to physique athletes a lot. And mm, you know, I work yeah, out yeah, at Venice yeah, Golds yeah. Gym, and oh, I, I'm fun. in that world. <laughs> there's, there's, you know, the guys that they have the bags under their eyes and the skins all cracked and things, and they're 30 Trimple. years old. But you, I mean, you look healthy. You look right. like a healthy guy.
2: I, you know, I care about it. Um, I care about trying to keep the diet right, and I care about you know trying to get enough water and all that. And it, it's one of those things that, like, once you know that that thing makes a difference, yeah. or that you're going to feel better, or yeah. You know, the way that you should treat your body, not doing it kind of makes you an asshole. Like, cause then you're choosing, you can't claim yeah. ignorance anymore. Yeah. And so.
1: No, that's uh, a good way of looking at it. You're, you're, you're making a, you're directly disobeying something correct. that you know to be wrong, you know, that you know to be right. the way to do things. What, what are the things that you, you, if you knew then, what you know mm. now what would you have implemented as far as maybe recovery or diet change Yeah,
2: recovery stuff for sure. Um I would have been a lot better and a lot more um I guess thoughtful in my mobility and things like that as I was going into it. But, you know, at the time you have a job and you're traveling and competing and and you have to prioritize what what makes you your best, not right. the longevity of the career sometimes. Right. And so those are things I wish I could have implemented. Uh, I wish I would have had, you know, access to, you know, the hot tub that I have now, or or cold pool, or any of those type of things.
1: And what type of training do you do that carries over outside of just training the skills of the events themselves? Um, just power lifts. Yeah. So
2: uh, I ended up my first year going into the Highland Games. I had uh, wrote a book about how I ended up training for it. So I kind of implemented a lot of the stuff I'd got from. Powerlifting and a lot of the stuff I got from Strongman, and then the stuff that I also got from throwing as an athlete in college. So there's a mix of powerlifting and a mix of Olympic lifting. Okay. And so, as an athlete with the Highland Games, like I said before, nothing's terribly heavy. So it's application of force that matters. I need speed and power, not the diesel engine that squats 700 pounds. Sure. You know, at some point I need max strength, but if I, if, you know, me doing a 700 pound squat that takes two seconds on the return up. That doesn't translate to me throwing a ball that's 16 pounds. I need horsepower, and I need it to turn on immediately.
1: So it's a 225-pound squat jump. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's doing
2: you know, lots of bounding. It's doing Olympic lifts. It's what can I snatch, what can I push press. Uh, Hang on a
0: second. I, I don't see the connection between bounding with weights and Olympic lifting. Am I missing something?
1: Well, it's generation of force, okay. generation of power. You know, Yeah, I mean, it's all,
2: it's all, so it's, it's big multi-joint movements. And so it's extending the hips. It's trying to figure out how do I generate power with my lower half, with the hips and legs, and translate that into something that leaves my hand.
0: So, so it's, it's, I'm trying to think of the muscle composition that would require that, right? Everything. Yeah, it requires all, all of it. <laughs> yeah, so you have to pretty good mix of everything. Literally everything, from yeah. your toes, toes so I did here. I
2: did no, like, bodybuilding isolation type work ever right um so everything is in the I, I would take part of my off season and do some high volume work but essentially during the season like i would do 12 sets of three at 75 percent, and so i want those to move even even to the point of like i'm tracking uh speed on the bar with a tindo unit or something like that and you know we'll go up today to a triple what's the heaviest weight i can move at a meter a second
0: Tw- 12 wow. sets of three at 75 <laughs> percent. how long in between the sets
2: Enough to catch my breath. Just
0: catch your breath. Yeah, just so enough. it's almost like you're doing thirty six reps. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Just enough to walk around, sit a second. And are you the,
0: Are you the kind of person where there's a quick recovery in your muscle? Because there's a genetic subset where apparently that's, that's a thing. Yeah. I,
2: you know, um, I don't ha- I don't know the genetic behind whether I do or not. I know that I was able to, and I felt yeah. like I was able to kind of train myself to get better at
0: it. Yeah. I, I'm the way I am. If, if literally, if I can take a breath. It's like I'm starting over again, almost. Oh, right on. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. But I and they when I had the, some of the genetics tested, that showed up.
1: Hmm. And they, is that is Drew? Is that something that carries over even to like uh, running sprints or something, or is it just yeah? It's well, thing? here's
0: what it translated to. When I was in high school, I could play defensive end and get in the backfield before anybody could even knew the ball was snapped. But once the play moved on. I was helpless.
1: Yeah. Um, they just moved
0: past me. I had to rest, and then I could. I could. Yeah, speed big, up. big explosive, big explosive six, six seconds,
2: and then th- three seconds.
0: Yeah, we're not. <laughs> we're not going to run a marathon. Three, three seconds, and then it's over. Yeah, and and then I got to stop.
2: Yeah, that's absolutely the yeah. type of athlete yeah. I am. I'm, yeah, I'm very good. You'll figure most of the throws I'm taking in the Highland Games are going to take half a second. Yeah. maybe a second, and so I need all out effort. In that moment, did you play yeah. high
0: school football? Yeah. What position? I was offensive lineman. Okay. I wasn't so say big. Similar, but similar. Yeah. I speed did. and explosion. There it is. Yeah. yeah.
1: There, there's a lot of debate as to whether or not uh, maximal strength takes away from speed strength. Have you ever found it to be counterproductive to have that, like you said, takes three seconds to get that deadlift up and You never or that let that happen. Up. He
0: couldn't. Right. Yeah. he had, he had mm-hmm. to make sure that didn't
2: happen. Yeah. Um, depends on what you're training for, right? If you're training to be a great powerlifter, like you need some speed work, but you don't need the same type of speed work I was doing. Sure,
1: sure. Now I'm thinking of more like, you know, I, I know that there's there's a there's varying schools of thought and I've seen um you know high-level strength and conditioning coaches work with like say boxers and MMA athletes. Right. And they they say that not only is um not only is a heavy deadlift or a heavy squat superfluous, it can be counterproductive to ge- generating su- uh, maximum speed.
2: You know, I- I always wonder that with watching, you know, MMA coaches and how they manage their weight training type stuff. And for me, I don't understand why we're not doing big multi-joint lifts that are going to be in that 80% range for triples, Mm -hmm. because we can build strength and we can build speed and power without putting on size. Sure. And hypertrophy work is what would be a real bother for an MMA athlete. That's just more muscle that you've got to feed with air while you're trying to fight. And more muscle and stuff like that is going to start limiting mobility. right? Yeah. But you don't need to get bigger to get stronger.
1: Yeah, that is an important point to hammer home, and I don't think a lot of people believe that. I mean, obviously, well, the, two I mean, can, it, the two can work in unison. Yeah, of you know, course. Oh, yeah, get yeah, yeah. Don't if get me if wrong. If you were
0: trying to get stronger in a small, concentrated movement, you would get bigger. Yes. Right. But that's not what you want. Right. right. You want an overall explosive strength.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's you look at most shot putters that go to the Olympics. I mean, guys are crazy explosive and super strong and you know don't hardly look like a guy that you would see in the grocery store and think like oh that guy trains 6 days a
1: week <laughs> right. right right no and then i've yeah. and then alternatively i i've seen guys 270 that are shredded you know professional anything. bodybuilders yeah, they yeah. can't move a heavy bag right. they literally can't you know pu- yeah. a punch a heavy bag to get it or to or run um be able to run what is your what is your feeling about the average you know just a weekend warrior a guy like myself engaging in the Olympic lifts is, it, is the juice worth the squeeze because they are complex they, they are complex skills right when, when uh, you guys say Olympic lifts which ones are you talking about snatch, snatch clean, clean and jerk. jerk that's it period those yeah
2: three. um for those what I recommend for people is if there's something that you can learn very very quickly like say the big picture of it the 80 mm-hmm. that you are being able to hold position with your back you are getting the bar up and you are engaging your hips and going into triple extension and then transferring that power from the weight into the barbell. Awesome. That's big picture. Now, how well it looks and can you catch it and be below parallel? If you're not competing in Olympic weightlifting, snatch pulls and clean pulls, everyone can do. Right. And they're just as good for the athlete. You're going to do plenty of other stuff that's going to catch the eccentric part of that lift from the catch, which that's the, the riskier part that's going to require more mobility. Everybody essentially can jump, and that's all you're really doing with a snatch pull or a uh, a hang pull or right. a clean pull.
1: no that's you no, that's good advice and I've always felt like I never knew if the juice was worth the squeeze on a complete clean, but power cleans to me mm. it was like that what, it what's just the made, difference well a power clean you catch up here yeah. uh, a full clean you catch and then full almost yeah, you like catch a almost squat. at
2: the bottom of a squat with the be, bottom of a uh, right. yeah. Would be the full well, lift. one. You're catching more upward. power clean. You catch up, yeah. Above right. parallel would be considered a power clean.
1: And hang power clean's the same thing too. Yeah, so you're getting same with, idea. The, with the uh, with the the clean pulls. Is that you know you're engaging that, that power system,
2: right? And and for you know a guy who wants to be athletic and train and not be overly concerned about things, I think even some little bit of Olympic lifting is great because your neuromuscular timing. You know, I'm, I'm telling my body we're going to fire in this order now. And if it fires in the wrong order, the lift doesn't work very well. Right. And so we can do that without, like I said, that ending portion where you need to catch in a in a proper overhead position with extension. So
0: that's the snatch. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Or even going from the clean. You know, a lot of people can't get the mobility to get the bar back here. So I mean you can pull it high as you want, and if you want to drop it, drop it.
1: Drop it. Right. Yeah. Uh we're talking to Matt Vincent joining us here on the Swole Patrol. Dr. Drew Pinsky is here, of course, and Drew and I have a ongoing debate about the value of a man, Dr. Drew's age. I mean, Drew's in great shape. I mean, I'm not, I'm not just whistle- jet, whistling yeah. Dixie, okay, and he likes jet. to lift weights, but he's resistant to the idea of heavy squats and deadlifts. Now, my, my I, body's heavy, resistant. Heavy I rel- love that stuff. And let me point this out, Matt. Okay. Heavy relative to him. I'm yeah, not, yeah, I'm of not course. encouraging no, him to Look, go we're,
2: we're always talking RPE, right? right. We're, you know Relative uh, perceived uh, effort. Yeah. Yeah, I think that there's a time in your program where you should go to. Let's call it ninety percent.
0: Ninety percent of my maximum lift. Yeah,
2: I don't think there's ever a reason that you need to one rep max test. Yeah, unless yeah. you're planning yeah. on getting on the platform. Yeah, no, he's
0: resistant. He's resistant to the, the power lifts in general. Movements. I'm resistant I'm to saying, movements because back pain and this and that, and I and hmm. I don't I don't get heavy enough that I get anything out of it. It doesn't feel like I get anything out of it. Well, maybe I, that's,
2: that's maybe the issue. Maybe if you were doing them heavy enough on a more regular basis, we would. Maybe start eliminating I, I, some back pain and hips. It
0: always gets worse. Now, now he's going to argue that's my form. It always gets worse, and I abandon it. That's See, that's that, my, that's, that, my that, that's my pattern. it's,
1: it's, a, it's a vicious cycle. Yeah. I I I am not the doctor in the room, and I'm certainly not the. Uh, professional. Listen, this is not a physician thing. This is no, a, this but I'm th- not the doctor, and I'm not the professional athlete. So I, I am speaking out of turn, but I do think starting light enough and working working form with a linear progression yeah, would take care of the back pain, not exacerbate. So, it's
0: possible that that's because I only am interested only feel good with heavy lift that's why i lose interest and even maybe that that's one thing that i don't know if i've ever tried is exactly what you're describing but i'm imagining i would lose interest pretty fast it's
2: tough so like one of the things i did to kind of start building that strength base at the end of every season and this is this is the way I've recommended program for, for a new person coming in who has a little bit of, you know, time under their belt, under the bar is I do German volume training for the first 10 weeks of my off season so I do 10 sets of 10 at 50% for the first 2 weeks and then 10 sets of 10 at
0: 55% for the next 2 Ten weeks 10 sets of 10 Yeah I think classic GVT yeah but I think you're sort of team, advocating exactly. 10 sets of 5 at 25% well, of my – that would right? be the next block. Yeah, yeah, okay.
2: But we've already – after 10 sets of 10 for essentially – I would do it for 10 weeks. I don't think that's quite as necessary. I had a lot of stuff to fix after the season. Um, you know, But after even five weeks of 10 by 10, we've now put 500 reps of squatting into the system.
1: Yeah, at a lighter and weight. It's at, at a lighter weight.
2: weight. So repetitions, what does it? I mean, it's the accumulation of work that builds all the stuff in it. It's not the single rep.
1: And I, I honestly, I people ask me all the time, especially young guy, high school age kids, what's the best thing to do to put on weight, put on mass. But German volume training, that's hands one of my down. favorite
2: questions. I get that man, I'm, I'm looking to get stronger. What program do you think's good? And I answer the same way every time. Whichever one that you'll do four days a week that benches, squats, right. deadlifts, overhead press for the next ten years. No, that
0: that's that's my point. That's my point. And and the stuff
1: that I lose interest in, I it
0: just. I know I'm not going to do it. I just, yeah, it
1: makes. And listen, well, and mean, if you know look, that going in, but I do think that you know, people get law lo- they they lose sight of the forest for for the trees. And Matt's exactly right. If you can, if you have some type of linear progression on those, you know, four or five lifts. Well, some type of linear progression. Yes. that's very vague.
2: Well, well a, I mean, a, a, as reps and sets go down over the over the course of your block, the you weight know, goes the up. weight goes up a little uh,
0: bit. No, I understand. But again, where I'm at when I've got pain and I have to go all the way back down the ladder and I have to yeah. start over again. I don't even know how to start. Cause well, I'm not, because so
2: are we. Are we not? I mean, we don't have anything issue wise as a mechanical failure, right? Like we don't have anything torn. We don't have any not herniated stuff. No, not officially. Like that, right. I, I've got
0: bad, horrible family history of cervical and lumbar spinal stenosis, and I've had neck and back pain since I was twenty-four. Okay. But but it 's never had any neurological implications it 's never limited by anything it's just i know it 's there it 's always there
2: i mean my my idea would be to you know address the pain that you have that you feel from squats and start attacking that with accessory work for hypertrophy work to get blood flow in there to start dumping stuff out after you well
0: that 's something i've thought about too and I have found a little bit of progress from doing straight up uh, low back what do you call the hyper extensions. Hyper-extensions, yeah. well extensions
2: are some, even one of the um uh, Westside Barbell makes them. Um, Louis Simmons. The, and reverse, the reverse hypers. hypers. Those reverse are hypers a a godsend. What is that? He
1: won't get one. What is so <laughs> Okay, so it's,
2: <laughs> it's
0: a machine. Yeah. yeah no, so, but
2: it's it, it's not a machine per se. So it's a table that you would lay on. Yeah. And so your legs you hang push. down, and push. it has a pendulum underneath. Yeah. And so the weight swings with yeah. your legs, so yeah. you're catching traction. As the weight pulls you through, yeah, and then you're bringing it all the way back in. Yeah, 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 yeah. If
1: you have the ability to use a reverse hyper, I can't re- – Listen, Louis Simmons is a fucking insane person. That is a but fact. But say what you want, the guy's cured his intense, immeasurable back pain that he needed surgery after surgery for by Cure, doing – Cure is probably a stretch. <laughs> no, not, yeah. in, <laughs> in reverse hyper. Hi- and and look, the, the numbers, the numbers uh, out of Westside speak for themselves, and those are guys that well, I But indeed. again,
0: back to the hyperextensions, I lose interest. Okay. Because those are well, hard to an do. Work. Yeah, it's it's hard to concentrate on. It's you hard you're to not, do it, I mean, it's accessory work, it. right? Like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I'm familiar with this. Yeah, yeah. This is awesome.
2: They make the world's greatest standing table in any gym. They're an excellent place
0: to put your shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shaker cups and all this. I've, I've I, also, I, also are seen... Uh, are these multiple different... These are multiple different pieces, right? There's not one piece of equipment that does all this. No, it's one giant piece. That's just piece. one piece that does that. Does that does all that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, now I'm interested. Because I sort of need stuff like this, and
1: it—I yeah, mean, for, as far as glutes and lower back and stuff, it's, it's yeah. And there's great. a lot well, of there's, ways there's to hack it. There's a leg press to do in here, sort stuff. of a seated
0: hack kind of thing.
1: Yeah, you can. Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff here. Ooh, I'm interested. I'm gonna send this to myself. All right, there you go. Um, the the uh, other thing I've noticed with the reverse hyper is that it's a great place to look at uh, Poontang. Oh, of course. If you're want to not, so get you want to scroll the grams, yeah. yeah.
2: You're over there looking at your program,
1: giving it one of those stern
2: looks at your phone. <laughs>
1: What's uh you are a thirty five year old athlete now, yep. and I'm sure you've learned a lot as far as how to treat your body, and and you're not pushing that. Hey, right I'm
0: sure you guys inspire me. That, if that equipment does everything there that I think it says it does, that, you that can could, also that, it's also great that for that like a low row.
2: Again. You can do you can set it up with bands. There's a ton. Well, of it, options
0: it's just that. the idea of. Again, I, whenever I've thought about some of those movements, I've thought, yeah. "Oh, I have to have a piece of equipment for each one of those." Like, oh, no, no, nah, no, right, am, nah. right, right.
1: And I, I, lose. I have two friends that are that professional might, that... professional MMA fighters that swear by yep. it. That it's well. Let me scary. let me
0: say this: one of the great lifts for me is any kind of seated uh, leg press where I've got support on my low back.
2: See, I find always such a weird shearing force to my low back from the leg press with the no, way your no, hips to me, come in. To me, to me,
0: it works. Oh, it's relief. See, I get relief I'm, from that. I'm the opposite. I get relief from that. Like that that so kills have... me because I'm rounded. But and maybe we had to, you know, we're always way. saying, listen to your body. Maybe I had to really pay. It. it seemed like that that machine did that, so I yeah. may have got to go do that
2: maybe. I mean, what about, you know, looking at your squat in a way to change it up? So, I mean, what about doing a, a box squat? What about doing a hat-filled squat with a safety bar so that your, your hands are available and you can sit back further? Yeah. And, like, keep a vertical shin – we can get more of the work into the posterior chain, which would go into your low back and stuff like that.
0: Yep. I, I Listen, again, it means going way down on the weights. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, but look, man,
2: I, I, I'm <laughs> coming back from essentially two years of knee surgeries. Yeah. I spent a lot of time with doing body weight occlusion style I guess, training.
0: I guess what's weird and different for me is that I don't know that I can get where I want to go at all because I've never been there. You're going back to where you been. Well, there's also
2: an idea that maybe – Maybe you don't have a destination on the road you're trying but, to get
0: to, but but it doesn't feel I don't I know that's not something I'll keep doing because it
2: doesn't feel good. Well, yeah, yeah so I mean, yeah, Isn't that weird. I don't have any problem with that. Yeah. I mean, as long as you have a barbell in your hand and you're doing something to stay fit, I think you're fine. Okay, well, I'm fine. See, my there you go. I'm yeah, fine. and I wonder. <laughs> you
1: know, I think Matt's onto something, but I I wonder what the because they talk so much about the anti aging effect of weight training, especially barbell yeah. training. You know, yeah. with bone density mm-hmm. uh, and and hormone balancing and stuff. And I wonder. What, is it mandatory that you do the heavy power lifts to get that effect, or is can yeah. you achieve it with. I sure don't think know, so. Yeah,
0: It's what, not you, mandatory, but. it. Yeah, it
1: can help. Yeah, you know, it's, it's going
2: to
0: help. Who, for sure. We don't know. We, I, the reality is, we don't know because there are not that many people that have lived that
1: long who've engaged in this kind of lifting. <laughs> That's true. Way yeah. Late in the life. Uh, I'm sure uh, drugs are a big part of the Highland Games, as there is with anything. You
2: know, the Highland Games, actually, I would say, is pretty good, man. Uh, There's only 10 of us or so that were top in the world. Maybe 15 guys that kind of rotated in and out of those professional sides of competitions. And we were drug tested six or seven times a season. Really? Oh, so it's a drug tested sport. That's actually really awesome. Yeah, I I mean, I personally don't give a shit. I mean, But the way I felt about it was... I came
1: into a sport, and they said these are the rules, and I said okay. Do, are you ever were you ever looked at as as a weirdo because you're not uh, a lot? Well, I mean, <laughs> and the, the reason I say that is because you're not the typical kind of meathead. You're not blaring Pantera and wearing Affliction. You're, yeah, um, you no, know, you're a guy who likes. You have a Ziggy Stardust tattoo. Yeah. for Christ's sake. So uh,
2: <laughs> yeah, I definitely fit uh, a weirder mold, right? Yeah. Um, that's one of the reasons I got out of doing strongman and got out of powerlifting was. I really liked the training for it, and I hated the competition environment. I just, for the life of me, couldn't understand mean mugging a bunch of dudes in a GNC parking lot listening to, you know, System of a Down all day. Just (laughs) for the fucking life of me, I didn't understand. (laughs) I'm with you, man. That's not my scene. And so the Highland Games, we're outside, like, you know, usually at lunchtime during the competition, we'd
1: have a beer. And a couple thousand years of tradition. Yes, that's, pretty that's sweet. cool stuff. That's pretty rad. I'm over know?
2: bagpipes, however. Are, oh, I've yeah. heard enough bagpipes.
1: It's one of those that little goes a long way type yeah, instruments. It just
2: sounds like it's cool when they're being played. But if you're at a competition and they're having like a big bagpipe thing, it's just essentially all day warming up <laughs> bagpipes, <laughs> which is just cats in a bag. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right. And
2: that I've heard enough. Bagpipes. The, the cool
0: the, the bagpipes. You may may not be aware of it unless you've been to Scotland, but it gets ultra cool when they bring out when it's a tattoo. They bring the dumb drum. Oh out yeah, yeah, and everything yeah. else. Then it gets kind of cool.
2: Yeah, competing in Scotland's fun. It's a, it's a different thing. And then there's there's big contests like there's the one at uh, Braemar that's been there for three or four hundred years. Wow, I did another one that was like the seven hundredth running of a competition, and so some of the implements, like the stone we used, is the stone. Are the Scots? Oh, wow. So that's That's cool. The stone. really cool.
1: Yeah. Are the Scots at all territorial about it, or are they happy that people from all over the world are into it?
2: They can get a little territorial, especially yeah. if the Americans show up in their dicks. Right. I never had that issue. Right. I showed up and hung out with friends, so...
0: I'm looking at all the machines now, guys. It, that was five different machines. I'm, I'm, I'm crestfallen. <laughs> no, no, no. It was they, a bunch of machines. The actual the hyper the reverse hyper is 800 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if it did ten other things, I would be good. It can the, do them. We just got to figure it out. Oh.
1: This reverse hyper right here that I'm looking at.
0: Yeah. Like not, how, first of all, how do you see through that screen? <laughs> do you see his his phone screen
2: every time? If mine ever breaks, I I I fix it that day.
1: This is the one you want to get. This is the this rogue, is, rogue rogue. No, rogue. no, no. Don't go. Go with Louis Simmons' actual west. Yeah, I think Sorenx makes a really wait, wait, nice right. one as well. Wait, wait, wait.
0: Louis Simmons. Yeah,
1: he's the guy behind West, yeah, side, west Barbell. side Barbell. He's, he's the best. He's Louis, and he's uh, fucking yeah. insane. Yeah, a complete crazy person. Um. Wait a minute, Louis. That's not. Oh. This. Uh, I was going to ask about your training and your your diet now because you, you're, you're you're like a sharp looking dude. You look good. You look you're not. Yeah, I'm down two thirty five. Yeah, feel but better. You're like you hold thirty two thirty five really well. You don't. I like work, it. You yeah, don't, you don't look two thirty five. I mean, you nice. look big,
0: but you look you know two fifteen, two ten something. I have never yeah. weighed that. I mean, but you look you look thin. <laughs> you look yeah. lean. You look yeah, clean, it's it's it's
2: it's it's definitely different, right? Um, essentially, when I started getting the knee cut on in. The end of twenty sixteen. So about a month after that season and finished, we decided to start start fixing the knee and then it was it was like pulling a string on a bad sweater. We thought this right. one thing would be the problem and then the more we went into it <laughs> just became more and more wrong and then things didn't take. Uh so at some point during that I was like, Okay, I'm done competing, let's get back to how I can walk and not be in pain. Right. Let's focus on that for now and so one of the parts of that is having something to focus on and make progress while you're laying on the couch on like i spent 22 weeks on crutches
1: in the last two years a guy at your level that must have been so hard to deal with you must have felt like you're like withering away or getting fat or whatever
2: um the withering away was was cool because i was trying to lose weight yeah um so you know what i thought of during that time span is like well i know that i can't squat i can't deadlift i can't do these other things that I normally do. But what I can do is not eat like an asshole. (laughs) I can maintain metabolic shape by getting on the assault bike and leaving even my right leg and a straight leg brace on the peg and pedaling and using my arms. Right. I can bench. I can do any seated lifting I want to do and then all the rehab. But I mean, the biggest key to that is not eating like an asshole.
1: Right. Right. And so, what does was, that entail for for you? For yeah. me,
2: I switched over to a uh, a ketogenic style diet,
1: nice. and I've
2: been very, very happy with it.
1: Drew and I both are big fans. I,
2: uh, I've I'm really, really happy. It's been very good for me. I like intermittent fasting every day. Uh, I'm not as hungry. I feel sharper.
1: I don't get that crash. I don't. Yeah. Uh, Do you? Uh, what are you going sixteen eight? As far as intermittent fasting, are you sixteen hours fast. I really. So I, I just
2: will have coffee and or, you know, some form of bulletproof coffee or whatever if the day calls for that um, Till I'm hungry. Yeah. And then when I'm hungry, I eat.
1: Got it. And so usually that's noon or, hell, it's 322 and I haven't eaten today. Have you have found that you need to have any type of uh, refeeds or or you just go straight? No, and there's enough cool stuff that pops up in your life, right, that – the way I
2: feel, I'm never going to be that dude that's bringing Tupperware to a restaurant. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's never fucking happen. No, that's and that's,
1: that's a good Mike, point though. out. Yeah. That's mine.
0: No, it's not. No, it's. Yeah.
1: I'm, I mean, well, I'm, he brings
0: Tupperware everywhere but the restaurant. i oh, right.
1: listen. If I'm going to bring some sirloin to work, don't. I mean, no, that, that's I mean, a good move. Yeah, exactly. Right, right. but uh, I'm not going to be oh, that guy. And, that's,
0: and he brings chicken and some broccoli and
1: come on a now, jug right. of MCT oil. That's right. I just drink it straight out. Uh, I, I used, you right. I used to know an ultra runner who would eat coconut oil like it was ice cream he would just tub it into i've got bowl. i've got a buddy who uh had had twin girls and
2: essentially at some point had had them kind of eating that style uh-huh. as they were you know really young and so at some point he had convinced them that like a spoonful of coconut oil was like a treat mm-hmm. and so they're into it and then like as the kids get older he's talking to his wife and he's like you know we kind of got to Start breaking them into real-world shit here. Yeah. So they're like, all right. So they bought some, like, Halo Top ice cream, stuff like that, right? And the girls get ice cream, and so they're all pumped on it. He says, they're four at this point or three and have some birthday party for a friend. they go to their house, and they break out this gallon jug of vanilla Blue Bell <laughs> ice cream. And, like, he said, they're watching them. And they both get their bowls and go sit down, and like, there's never this recognition yet, because like, hell, they've had ice cream before. Sure. This ain't no big deal. They both take a bite and look at each other, huh. and then look over at him like, "You son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> You've been hiding you the good been, stuff. Yeah, you have <laughs> lied <laughs> to us. <laughs> Nothing is true anymore."
1: <laughs> the uh, just just red meat, how like good cuts of red meat is about the only healthy thing I can get my daughter to buy into. <sighs> That's perfect because uh, everything else she she's always like this. This doesn't taste delicious right. but she'll, she'll taste delicious. she will crush a ribeye I mean, yeah I, you know
2: and, and you know, and as the diet I'm not tracking anything anymore. there was a period of time that I did track, and you learn what fits and what right. fulfills like, and those things. I really like that without the carbs i don 't have that bloated inflamed feeling I agree, and so that was a big change of the diet too with the way my knee felt like when it would get really inflamed post surgery it would it would hurt a lot. When I exhale, and I don't know why Ooh. that does that, but That's you can't weird. avoid it.
0: That's very strange. It's really lame.
2: That's something. I don't know if it's a small change in blood pressure or, or whatever it is, your, but yeah, yeah, yeah awful genetics. It just stabs.
1: So, do you have uh, to monitor uh, the amount of protein? Do you feel like it, it hinders the no. ketog- ketogene- ketogenesis? That's a,
2: I'm very careful to say ketogenic at this point because I'm not tracking. Yeah, and so I don't know if I'm in ketosis. Sure. So I'm just eating a
0: low
1: carb, moderate, high
2: fat. Pro- yeah, high fat, moderate protein diet.
0: You guys, I'm still obsessing over Westside Barbell here. I'm trying yeah. to build my gym while we do this. Perfect. Listen, every, every one of these things we talked about is a
1: separate you, piece of equipment. You, with your status, I guarantee that if you called Louis Simmons, he would send you a – He uh, would absolutely not know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> see? You see how it goes? See, the, see only how reason, over... the only reason I, I, I suspect it is because he sent Rogan one. And uh-huh. I was thinking like but what if Dr. But Rogan Bruce-
2: went to Ohio to That's interview Louie and in the opening seconds of that podcast he's like hey man you know Louie really nice to meet you blah blah, blah. and and Louie says nice to meet you Jim <laughs> 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 he, he essentially Ron Swanson. Anytime <laughs> someone's a little too chummy with you, just call him by the wrong name, take him back down a peg. It does. It so, just humbles you very. So, quickly. Mike, we can go to
0: Ohio. That'd be fine. We we'll go do that, see, dude. I Columbus
2: that. is uh, the Arnold is coming up. <laughs> Arnold Classic. Is the I now. honestly, we fish. should if
0: this will if this podcast gets some popularity, that could be a way to go. Dude, do some I'd podcasts. love to go to Westside Bar Barba, yeah. but yeah. I but honestly do the, do the you Arnold. You and I, thing. the Arnold is yeah an interesting. Interview, I've been, I've been to the Arnold. It's
1: amazing. Even if you're not,
0: That's
2: a word even if for it. <coughs> I, you don't like it, it's a trade show full of dudes walking around in stringer tanks. It's not my favorite. Yeah, no, 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 place no to I, I,
1: the uh, the convention yeah. aspect of it is not for me. But oh, man, yeah, okay, it's because it's, it's not like a bodybuilding show. You, there's strength events and there's right. martial arts and there's yeah, you know, that, right, right, that right. all that life.
2: type of thing. Um, I do like that it's essentially become. Like summer camp, yeah. almost to where <laughs> like all the people that I know in this universe are gonna be there that weekend. So I get to see my strongman buddies, and I get to see the powerlifter guys I know, and then the other people that I essentially travel around to go see instead. Right, they're all there.
1: I'm just saying, Drew, we might not be swollen enough to ge- even be let into Westside Barbell. They might not. Well, they might say, we have a
0: microphone. It'd be helpful, right? No,
1: I don't think they give a shit. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's more based on your blood pressure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wait. What would you say – As because I, I know you sound like a pretty level-headed guy when it comes to your approach to health and fitness and, and training. I'm sure you're not like a huge supplement head, but there has to be some kind of key things that you would recommend. I, and, and, me, and, it's a multi-fish oil and yep. sometimes creatine. That so was, that
2: – it's evolved, right, over yeah. the course of my training. There was a period of time where I was trying to do shakes and things like that and then – Different supplements and where I've kind of stumbled on things. Now I really like supplements that are going to help me feel better so that I can perform better the next day. I'm not. I'm not a pre workout guy. I take one from a USP Labs uh, Amino Lift, and it's a very mild stimulant, and it has some BCA's in it. Nice. And so
0: BCA, yeah, branch
2: chain amino branch chain acids. amino acid. It. So it's enough it. that. If I'm not in the mood to work out, I tend to have a good workout, mm-hmm. which, but I'm which not is all coked what, up. with uh, Amino Lift from amino uh, USP lift. Labs? Huh, I really like it. Um, and then I take a uh, night and day multivitamin pack uh, from Onnit, which is really nice because they're just convenient, already put in packs.
1: The, the Total Primate Care ones? Yep. Yeah, those are yeah, bomb. Those are TPC, yeah, I yeah they're
2: great. Um, Let me I, see what's in there. see what else I take. I take a, uh, a Max Sleep. I take a, a supplement for sleeping. Is it Propofol? Nope. <laughs> I wish. Man, I tell you the one thing going in for seven knee surgeries. As soon as they would check me in and put me into a room, I'm like, uh, "We can go ahead and get started." Yeah. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: Whatever you're going to inject me with, please. Uh, what's
2: can, the first drug they give me when I get in there? That. Uh,
0: Drew. Essentially,
2: the, they're value me.
0: Versed. Oh, Versed. Z-
1: Versed. That's Zed, the yeah. one. Yeah, yeah.
2: Essentially, as soon as I got checked in, I'm like, we can start that. Yeah, this is great.
1: Yeah, that shit does. sound That's boring. one of
2: the few ones that ever I've been around that I'm like, I'm glad I don't have access to that tomorrow.
1: I'm a drug addict, so I can never <laughs> get. I can never get good stuff when I go to the hospital. I always have to give them that warning. Uh, and I it, just got my wisdoms yanked, and they so wanted to give me Percocet and morphine and all this fun stuff, and I had to just, you know, it's just Advil. Stick
0: to pot. Sucks. Hey guys, I can't figure out what's in total primate care.
1: It's uh some some spirulina smooth. chlorella krill yeah, oil Sprayna, yeah um shroom some, tech immune yep they have a that's, that's mushroom that's yeah. antioxidants and yeah. then you get some multivitamin like a mineral there's a mineral complex and that's it yep it's pretty simple it's like four or five things
0: no vitamins per um, se uh, they, oh, here it is here, it is here it is here it is here it is the
1: uh, sp- shroom tech the shroom tech uh, <laughs> immune has like you know some vitamin B twelve and. Yeah, yeah a, I think there is a B12 this in is magnesium
0: there. molybdenum Those mm-hmm. are the the uh tryptophan niacin vitamin B6 magnesium the night stuff the nighttime E-K2, one K2 we've talked about yeah. K2 before. the
1: nighttime one it helps with relaxation and the daytime one helps with uh, pepping you up a little
0: strangely, bit strangely D3 yeah. very low in yeah, D3 yeah there's a little
2: uh nootropic in the daytime one as well with the alpha brain
0: weirdly low in D3 so you have to supplement like that a little further maybe all right but that's one I really like and then uh
2: Max Sleep and Max Adrenal from uh, another company um uh Nova 3 Labs.
1: Nice. That one's been really good. Um is that just like some adaptogens keep your
2: Yeah. yeah. You know, for me what where I really notices is, is traveling a lot that if I know that tonight I'm probably only going to get 4 hours of sleep those are going to be four good hours of sleep, right? And then I'm not groggy and gross feeling the next day. It's called day. max sleep, yeah, max sleep, and then uh, max
0: adrenal. I, I, we're sort. Of, I just want to make sure I reveal this. We're all we're talking about these things and people. Sure, know. no, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I always find it really weird when they put sub. They put lots of things in a supplement, but inadequate total. Dosages. Not enough vitamin D. Not enough yeah. fish oil. You have to add that in. Yeah. Weird to me. Yeah, I wonder why that is.
1: Um, you have, do you feel like you have a you have an itch you can't scratch now that you don't compete? Do you ever get that's a weird bit? Yeah. Uh, that's for sure a weird bit of um, you know kind
2: of something I've talked about lately, and and feel it's really strange that as an athlete and as a performance based guy, I found a thing that I'm best in the world at. Yeah, like there's not a bunch of weird federations for the Highland Games or any of this. So the the two years 2012 2014 that I won. I, there wasn't anyone on earth who could beat me.
1: That's got to be a feeling. That That's take, a super cool feeling. Match,
2: right? The last time I competed in 2016 was at a world championship, and I took second. So there wasn't like a slow fade and decline. Ooh, ooh. Yeah.
0: Hey, let me read something here. Max sleep contains Fenibut, whatever that is. is. It's uh, just an, gaba, isn't an it? ingredient that has been scheduled by the TGA as such. It will be discontinued on the first of February 2018. Huh. So Max Sleep was just a dude. Oh well. Uh it will continue on sale till then or until the stock runs out. So Isn't that just, I thought that was just Gabba like a GABA regulator. I wonder if, I, I'm wondering if that's something that See, that's, I'm
2: more of a go ahead and take it and see how I feel and if it works I'll keep using. It. If it doesn't, I just I'm don't use you. it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well it's, it looks fine. It's just it's weird that they stopped producing
1: it now. It, hmm. But getting back to the the idea of like missing out on that, yeah.
2: I mean, so it's it's a weird thing to
1: kind oh, of have begun the formulating
0: a new version of uh, Max Sleep. Uh, no release date yet, so there, it'll you, come go. Out, so there you go. Perfect.
2: Yeah, you know, it's um, and then kind of the realization that I probably won't find a second thing I'm best in the world at. Most people don't find one, and so like, oh, I found this thing that I'm really good at, and I love doing it. You don't get to do that anymore. Right. And like, there's no halfway. There's no dabbling in throwing.
1: No. no. You know, it's
2: not like I can just go play golf and be worse at
1: golf. Have you thought, have you analyzed something like, you know, that's more accessible, something like CrossFit or something?
2: Yeah, like that? Of, of course. Uh, I did a, a little powerlifting meet a few weeks ago. Uh, so that was fun. It was fun getting to flip that switch of competition again. And that's really what I, I love and miss. I like, I like there being a pass fail test and a a moment of. We're going to perform now. Right. And that's
1: really what I like. I was, that was going to be my next question. I'm glad you said that. Is that would you encourage everyone to have at least something? Obviously, no one's going to be a world class sure. competitor, but just that notion of, hey, I got to turn it on. In 12 weeks from today, yep. I'm doing this.
2: For, for the life of me, I don't understand the other life. Right. I don't understand not having those things and deadlines and something to prepare for and then a test of. You know, there's something that comes confidence wise of knowing, you know, for myself. I mean, whether it's in competition or whether it's been in work or it's been in doing things that you're uncomfortable that I'll make it happen. I I was a gamer as an athlete, I always threw better in competition than I ever did in training. And if we have three throws and you've taken three and I've got one left and you're just ahead of me,
0: I'm gonna get you. We, we we were bleeding into a topic here that's kind of interesting for the average person is is putting yourself in an adverse being uncomfortable. Or be uncomfortable. Well, and how important that is to the average person. Well, that, that's, that's training in general, right? Well, I mean, it, yeah, but I think even, like, I try to take a cold shower every day just because it's uncomfortable. And well, it's, it's
2: amazing we live in such a great time that we have so few actual stress that we now can created. choose to create
0: I, The uh, Stoics had a saying that uh, Ryan Holley taught me called Amori, amor fati, which is essentially, no, no, yeah, which is love fate. Just love, love all, even the adversity. But if you're not kind of prepared for it, you know, if you don't get used to adversity a little bit, yeah. I don't enjoy being in the 40 degree cold tub I have
2: every morning at home. Right. But you'll do it. But I feel good after.
1: Feel damn good when it's over. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, and I feel fired up and I like the systemic response and these other type of things. Uh, But yeah, I think it's important that people are able to push themselves to do a thing, like uh, to have a competition to. Hell, have have the lights turned on them and figure out, can you perform? Yeah. You know, not in theory, not, well, oh, you know, my numbers are okay. If I went over and did that, I'd be fine. Like, right. No, nah, man, show up. Put
1: your money where your mouth yeah, is. Yeah, show up and do it. That's why we got to get Dr. Drew in an MMA fight. That's why. Oh, nice.
0: That's a terrible idea. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for backing me up. Yeah. Come on, well, like, there's got to be something. I've, I've recently
2: gotten into jujitsu, so trying to find something new to play around with. Yeah, and I'm terrible he, at he's it. He's
0: sitting right there. You can play around with him. <laughs> he, <laughs> Drew he wants you to choke me so, because no, he, no, I'm, he I'm likes like, being choked out. He and likes by that, it. I am didn't say that
1: you I'm a sweet say that.
2: five five like sessions into jujitsu. Oh, really? I'm. It's awful. I'm so bad at it. Where did you
1: Out in Louisiana. Yeah,
2: yeah. Spot in Louisiana, and it's it's great fun. I'm really enjoying the training for it. It's something completely different, and it'll be cool once I learn enough that I can use the strength I have, but I currently don't know enough to You'll, do
1: it. We, there's something about jiu-jitsu, and I've only found it with, with serving as well, where it kind of sucks ass.
2: For a yeah, period yeah, time. Right.
1: It sucks until there's that moment where you're like, oh no, this is but, fun now. But I can, like I can That's start, the beauty of well, it, right? is that everything? Well, no, there's some stuff like like a pickup basketball game. It's fun. It's just fun to Jiu Jitsu is f- wildly frustrating. Like yep. you feel like I have to I be got the... tapped
2: by a 140 pound girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's and you go, awesome. I, was like, oh, all right. I think every guy <laughs> starts, that's awesome, every guy starts
1: going, Am i maybe the worst at this that's ever walked the face of the earth. I started, I was like, am I naturally the worst grappler that's ever lived? But then you just, and someday get to a point. one thing clicks.
2: Yeah. And then it's momentum and it builds, right? And that's, it's the same thing I told people or I tell people about lifting weights. It's let's do something moderately heavy for some sets of some reps four days a week for 10 years. You'll be fine at it. Yeah. It's a war of attrition. If you want to get good at things, it's just simply a war of attrition. Yeah,
1: dude, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought that up. And This might be our final point here uh, before I try to uh, pimp out your socials, which are the most illegible things I've ever seen. Yes. <laughs> <I have laughs> <no idea>. Fantastic. <laughs> um, but how much of anything when it comes to weight training, when it comes to uh, fitness, at all, uh, all of it, how much of it relies on just sheer patience so many people want it tomorrow and well it doesn't exist that way and that's one of the things I, I really
2: like about it especially with everything is so now 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 and then there's entitlement and all other things that, that add to the, the softness of the culture that we've created yeah. uh, you can't outsource getting stronger I don't give a shit who your parents are I don't care what your financial background is right. you can't phone it in we're all equal here.
1: And the now, amount of work you put in right, is directly it, and a result. Yeah.
2: Now, we're not equal in the way that I'm never going to lift as much as uh, Hapthor or Brian Shaw. Right. I, I don't have the same tools in my box as those guys have. I'm not 6'10", I'm not 440 pounds. But I can get better. And as long as you're going to chase progress, everyone can make progress. And it's, it's people that get addicted to this idea that there's a finish line. Mm-hmm. And I mean, whether
0: that's yeah. work or anything, i was just thinking that. And there's it, no there. It, and not not only that, but we live in a time when you can access you know podcasts and all kinds of things while you work out, so you can be almost meditative. You can have a yep. full experience. And I, I, in this day and age, it, it behooves you to listen to podcasts about what's going on in the world and educate yourself, or, right. or, or even learn more about lifting, whatever it might be. While you're doing this, yeah, yeah, because it just it it just makes it more of an experience that then you're likely to look forward to and you're more likely to do it
2: you know in in social media or as much as you know we're on phones or any of this other type of stuff, I mean the phone is essentially works, or social media or any of this right, works as fire. It can either be a thing that you can choose to use to your advantage to warm your house and cook your meals. And do all this, or, or you can let it get out, out of control, yeah. and it'll burn your fucking yeah, house to the yeah. earth. A yeah, great it's, a great,
0: it's a great analogy. It's a great like analogy. analogy. And and it's a great analogy. We're probably about the, we're, and in reality, we're probably in about the early stages of the discovery of fire. Truth be known, in terms well, of where we are, I think all
2: we're all in this. a weird spot yeah. because we've evolved as a society far faster than we have as a as a species. As a biological species, yep. And so yeah. there's a lot we're learning still that, you know, maybe like, ah, this was wrong. We were stupid. Like, we didn't know any better. Yeah. Right.
0: I I think, though, that that is a feature of the human experience generally. Mm-hmm. In other words, like when we hit the Industrial Revolution, I'm sure people said the same damn thing. Oh, of you know course. I mean? Right. And so this is just our modern version of it. And it's a little more intense and it's a little more immediate. And it's a little more arousing or whatever. But it's going to be ultimately the same process, same yep. procedure. I mean, it's not going away. Nope. So, we can all agree
1: on that, right? Yeah, not, yeah, I mean, and it's and it's as as not going
0: to be all bad, whatever it is. No, and we'll it, it, way it make, hasn't been right. No, we, all, we all
1: like to bemoan trolls
2: and man, and, and and you can choose not to deal with them. It's super easy, yeah, right? That's right. You know, but like I don't get to come and have a conversation with you guys as a guy who got good at throwing rocks in fields, right? Without social media,
1: right? It's true,
2: and or, and, and or, Drew, or,
1: Drew doesn't get to know what a. Uh, Hi, reverse hyperverse hyper hyper. off it <laughs> immediately. Yeah. we just are like, hey, here, yeah. We out essentially you. are all I around. Yeah. I almost ordered one. Almost ordered one just now. We all have a device
2: in our pocket that yeah. has all the information of forever.
1: Right? Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> oh it's crazy. God, I can't imagine doing my job. I can't imagine doing a radio show like a daily topical radio show before the internet.
2: I, I was an outside sales rep in the uh, petrochemical industry for ten years until last March, and like doing outside sales. Yeah, I never did it without. A cell phone or a smartphone. And so, like, thinking about guys that would just go on a two week sales trip. And you have to go a payphone. Yeah, or like tell your wife a hotel room's phone number. Well, if like you're <laughs> gone for two weeks, yeah, a I hotel can telephone Yeah,
0: and then you'd you'd have to go to here's here's the part you wouldn't even appreciate this. You'd go have to use the payphone locally because the long distance fees were too oh. great to call into that wherever you are.
2: Free long distance, and we're happy Here, to pay for water Los now.
1: Angeles to Orange County was like five bucks a minute. Five bucks. A I'm minute. not kidding. Fred Stoller has the best line about modern culture, and he's like, uh, it, things are so backwards. I remember a time yeah. when porn cost money and water was free. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dude, you're Matt. You're an incredibly interesting guy. Thanks, I really man. appreciate you joining us today. And uh, if you could go ahead and pimp out your your socials for me, because like I All said, right. it doesn't make so, any sense
2: uh, on social media. I am I hate Matt Vincent. So okay, it's H V I I I like uh, the Roman numeral. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> okay, uh, that is I also hate Matt uh, that's right. become uh, an apparel brand that I own. Uh, hate brand goods, and kind of the idea of that is. Self motivation through a bit of self loathing.
1: You nice. know, so I think about It's like the revenant. You know, yeah, it's like yeah, a, yeah, yeah,
2: right. So I, you know, athletes I looked at and stuff like that were like a Jerry Rice. You hear a guy who's already arguably the best of all time, but he's still the guy at four thirty up going to run sprints and run routes and catch bricks and do all this other work that the other guys aren't. He hates himself more than you do. Right? <laughs> and and that's he's an of it, empty you know, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, right. You know, time that the I empty felt the show that, needs to be perfect. You know that feeling of oh that was good enough. I don't need to get up tomorrow to do the work. Like fuck that man. Yeah. Don't listen to your own bullshit. Get in there and do it.
1: No, no I think you, you, I don't you. like that. I'm you, getting you, lazy. You hit the there nail. On the that. Head. I hate Matt <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> you hit the nail on the head with the, the idea that there really isn't a finish line, and we there isn't to, like, one. It's one. all process. It's yeah.
2: all journey. Finish line's dead.
1: But you better. I, I keep. I've sort of been chanting this throughout
0: today's podcast. You better enjoy it. Because you, you, if you really hate Yellow, it, in yeah, fact, if you really right? hate it, you're
1: not going to do it. You, but you well, got to okay, find the thing that you like. I, I maybe not enjoy it all that the time. I disagree, and, and that's tough I, too. Yeah, I know. I agree that you have to your passion. You have to enjoy it. But what about what we were just talking about with the discomfort? I mean, with you, you can be miserable while, doing it, but you you still have to
0: feel some sort of enjoyment out of some part of it. Drawing, yeah, yeah, you, I've you, been home feel, for forty eight hours in yeah. the
2: last twenty two days, Wow. and I'm ready to be home. Yeah. But that doesn't make me not like what's going on right now. Sure. But I can be tired. It's all momentum that's building to a thing.
0: All I know is if the barrier is too high, people won't do it. Mm-hmm. If, if they really don't like it or they're really miserable doing it, man, that's no why Trump element. wants to
2: build the wall, Drew. Look, I know, the barrier is too
1: high, people won't do it. Oh, there you go.
2: I mean, okay. with, modern, with modern science, maybe I could live to be 160, 170, but chances are not. Yeah. And so I know good. as of today, I got one less day. Yeah. That's it. There's an X number of days that I'm going to be alive left, and now there is one minus of that from yesterday.
1: And and it wouldn't it be a real disaster to waste one of those, even one of those days, worrying about nonsense? Right. Yeah. yeah. You
2: know, if you're if you throwing marbles in the trash can for every week that you think you'll be left alive,
1: did you earn this one? Yeah. Gotta hate Matt Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> hate where? And then I hate Matt Vincent spelled with Roman numerals. That's I H V I I I Matt Vincent yeah. on Twitter. Um. Thank you, dude. Honestly. Yeah, dude. Uh, well really, done.
2: really enjoyed I, ser- I sincerely it. did Well done
1: on, I gotta sing, no. uh, sing us out <clears throat> Oh boy Watch out Matt Vincent Matt fucking Vincent Came and sat here And talked to us About stuff He's really buff And he throws stuff A long way He has a giant Kulo from squatting I hate Matt Vincent On Twitter And hate Where is his clothing brand It sounds pretty dope He said There's no finish line And he's right about it And he compared social media to fire. Yeah.
0: Well, we're so pleased to have Hydrolyte back. Hydrolyte is something that we and my family use just about every day. And it is simply the best oral rehydration product I have ever seen. And there are many reasons you should keep some around. I got the flu. I relied on Hydrolyte because I knew it would rehydrate me the way an IV fluid would. We all have heard about the flus and the diarrheas, and they all knock you out. Staying well hydrated is critical to getting over these conditions. Even if you manage to avoid getting infected, your schedule is half as busy as mine. Getting eight glasses of water a day isn't likely to happen. And you don't need it if you've got the proper hydration product, Hydrolyte. That is the beauty. Whether you're sick or not, you can absolutely benefit from proper balance of sodium, glucose, and water. Hydrolyte does this better than a sports drink or water alone. That's right, better. It comes in great flavors like orange berry lemonade. It's available in a pre-mixed powder. Oh, my personal preference is a little effervescent tablets you can simply drop in a bottle of water or a glass of water, and you're done. You got it, and you are rehydrated. And compared to sports drinks, Hydrolyte delivers up to four times the electrolytes with 75% less sugar. I know. Don't buy into the hype of the brands. Use Hydrolyte. It's a better product. I'm telling you, I had intended to invent it. They got there first, so I'm all behind them. Hydrolyte solutions are appropriate for all ages, and each bottle or package includes easy-to-follow dosing instructions. Order Hydrolyte today at hydrolite.com slash drdrew, that is hydrolite.com slash drdrew, and for a limited time, our listeners can save 30% on Hydrolyte. We actually buy in bulk in our family, so we're going to click through, believe me. Just click the banner on my site and use the code drdrew18, that is drdrew18. Friends of Bergamot are back. It's, a, of course, a brand that's made an impact on us here. It makes a variety of supplements. It could, they use the extract of the bergamot citrus fruit. It's full of polyphenols. It's a supplement that acts as like a natural statin and may improve a number of cardiovascular conditions and fatty liver disease, as well as potentially high blood pressure and other things associated with the metabolic syndrome. Now the makers are bringing you a formulation called Bergamet Sport that provides all the same cardiovascular benefits but with some additives designed to aid athletes and those with an active lifestyle. Bergamet Sport may help improve... Stamina, as well as reduce recovery time and muscle inflammation. In going ongoing study, professional soccer players were asked to use Bergamet Sport, and the documented improvements have been impressive. I use the product, First Lady of Loves uses the product, the Bergamet Femme. Physicians and cardiologists around the world are recommending it. For a limited time, our listeners can save 10% on their order by entering the code DRDREW at checkout. That's Dr. Drew at checkout. All one word. To try Bergamet Sport for yourself, visit bergamet.com. That is B E R G A M E T com, Or also, you can click on the Bergamot banner at DrDrew.com. Be sure to talk to your physician before you use any Bergamot products. In fact, in fact, before you use any product or supplement, be sure to talk to your doctor. Thanks for listening to Swole Patrol with Mike Catherine and with myself, Dr. Drew Pinsky. You can follow us at Swole Patrol Pod, S-W-O-L-E, Patrol Pod, on Twitter and at Swole Patrol Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe to the show on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcast. And do not forget to head over to drdrew.com to find all the Playroom Pod shows. While you're there, please click through the links to support our sponsors. Supporting them helps us do these shows. So thanks again.